<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Queen of Diaries. Man, that John B. song got me in the feels for real. It was don't listen to the 90s to song. What people say? Yeah. They don't know about. about we was having a little bit of a throwback, guys. Hey, I'm saying, you, hey, all you John B. fans, you what's up out there? <laughs> We're back here with another Queen of Diaries. Again, I'm your host, Queen, and I'm here with the one and the only. Snoopy the Lord. Let's go. All right, so this is going to be mm, maybe a serious topic for me. So let's talk about introverts. And to those who don't know what introverts are, you have the introverts and the extroverts, okay? And the ambiverts. Those who goes both ways. Okay. Okay, let's not you, wanna, you wanna tell them what an extrovert is? Very social person. Very, very social. Likes to be around people, can't stand not to be around. Gotta be either in a festive or a gathering event. Got to. As for introverts, you know, them people love to be alone. Um, they don't wanna be bothered. The exact opposite of the extrovert. I am a full-blown introvert. You look up a definition of an introvert, you might see me a picture. I ain't even allowed to have friends over the house. No, my house is my cocoon. If I want to see people or talk to people, I can just easily go outside. But... I got to outside if I'm going to chill with the homies. <laughs> yeah, you better go outside. I got to tell, like, tell them too late, hey, man. Can't have them. I know, I know I'm the man in the house. No, I don't need nothing. okay so basically coming from an introvert we get so much bs from extroverts we do because they haters man they need people to justify them y'all can justify y'all doing without people I don't think it's hatred. I think it's more of a misunderstanding. For me, being an introvert, I mean, I walk through the halls in a crowded school. Sometimes I want to be left alone. Sometimes I just like to, you know, hide behind my music or behind my, you know, my glasses. I just want to be in a solitude area. I feel like I'm going about this the wrong way. So basically, what I'm trying to say is being a, trying to be in a very extrovert community. Mm-hmm. Or industry, I should say. Trying to be in a very extrovert industry when it comes to broadcasting and all that. I'm going to be surrounded by people who was born for this, who loves to talk. You know, so many people. But when it comes to big crowds, you also have different personalities from different areas. Coming from an introvert, I'm kind of, I'm sick of just being, I'm tired of sitting down, minding my business, being quiet, and people paint that as me being stuck up, or prissy, or preppy, or basically thinking that I'm better than everybody, and that's not true at all. Sometimes I'm just thinking about food at home that I want to eat as soon as I got off the bus. You know, I'm not, I'm not thinking about, oh, well, I'm better than that person, I'm cute than that person. They're all pe- no. I don't. My mindset is not exactly like that. I just hate the fact that quiet people are always being judged the wrong way. You know. You know one thing I can't stand. Like you see one person, that one person that is quiet and to them, keeping to themselves, not bothering anybody, and everybody else want to sit there and ask questions about that person instead of going to ask, I don't like talk that about, instead of talking to that person. Leave that person alone. Obviously, they don't want to be bothered. They ain't sitting there because they lonely if they were if listen if a person is lonely unless they are socially awkward i'm pretty sure that they're gonna get up and talk to a one person 
or conversation is going to jump. That doesn't mean that they got to talk to everybody. Just because you see a random person you don't know anything about don't mean you got to know everything about that person. Hey, that's some ops. I feel like some people don't respect boundaries, too. Yes. Even, even if you're not an introvert, people don't know how to expect, or extrovert, people don't know how to respect boundaries, period. So I have questions. I wrote, because I'm, I'm actually in the middle of writing an article about what introverts go through on a daily basis when they're just quiet. So I came up with about four questions. And tell me what you think. Okay. Okay, so question number one. Coming from an introvert, why are we always considered weird for minding our business? Because you're not in the loop with everybody else. No, you Have you sat really... back and watched the loop? Yeah. It's like I, I lose brain cells. And I'm not talking about all crowds of people, but the crowds of people we deal with every day. Some crowds can be. You could just look like and be like, damn, I'm glad I ain't talking to that person. Bad, I ain't cool with that person. What is wrong with that person? <laughs> it's just sitting back because I, I, I guess they call us a wallflower too. We like to sit back against the wall and just watch people and observe. Observe. I, I like to do that myself. You know, which type to? I like to fill it out. Fill out. Fill out the people. See who they are. You know, get their vibes before you actually start getting comfortable around them. You know. Um, question number two: Why do extroverts? force introverts to step out of their comfort zone to start a conversation with an extrovert. Aren't they the social type? Uh, oh no, I think it's because, I mean, like, it goes back to that thing where look at that one person that's not talking to anybody that's just keeping to themselves. I mean, I mean, I had cases myself where I was looking like that. Nobody going to talk to them. Maybe they don't want to be bothered, but I'm going to try to. I don't really force it, you know? They don't want to talk, they don't want to talk, but... Here's an example of this, and I'm going to use us as an example, because this is a perfect example, because we actually had a discussion about this. Mm -hmm. It was at your family Christmas, I think it was a Christmas party? No, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know I'm quiet, mm -hmm. I'm very quiet. I'm so quiet around your family comfortable around them but I'm so quiet your family they like to talk they like to have fun they're extroverts and there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that at all but I remember I'm sitting down at the table and you guys are playing space you guys play space every time you guys have a family gathering be black yeah <laughs> so I'm sitting down at the table and it's pretty it's a lot of people that I've seen, but it's still some people that I have yet to meet, like new faces. Around that time, I still wasn't close to like, you know, your mom, your uncle, your, you know, basically your family. So it was pretty awkward for me to just be there. And we were there for like eight hours. And I tried to spark up a conversation with, I believe, your mom. And if it was your mom, it was somebody else. I remember I tried to spark a conversation with two of you guys, one being your mom. I'm not going to say she didn't want to hold a conversation with me, but the conversation that I tried to have with her did not hold up all I stepped out of my comfort zone to have conversation with your mom. Our conversation did not hold up all when we tried another person. Mm -hmm. It was really awkward. I can't remember who it was. I tried to talk to that day. Was it an auntie or an uncle? I don't know. I think it was. Oh, oh no. But it didn't hold up. So that was me stepping out of my comfort zone not only once but twice. Mm -hmm. You know, the only person that actually came to talk to me was your uncle. Uncle Dirk? I'll say he's more of an introvert of the family anyway. But I, but I, our, I think he is a Scorpio. Is he? Oh, so he's kind of like me. But we talked, we only talked for a little bit, but that me talking to him for like that five minutes was by far the best part of the night. <laughs> He came to me, you know, he made sure that I was okay. Out of the eight hours I sat there being quiet, he came to me and talked to me and made me feel comfortable. Well, 
I mean, generally speaking, we do not own there's nothing wrong with that, but my basically what I'm trying to say is, and then you know we had a conversation about this, and you told me maybe I need to set, I need to start a conversation. But my point is, why does the introvert that's surrounded by extroverts have to be the first one to start a conversation? Well, maybe because they're, they, I mean, it was a new experience for them too, but they know that you're not really comfortable around large people because they don't want to. It's like they don't want to, like, I want to say they don't want to necessarily true. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Like, they don't no, want to, they don't want to come off the wrong way. I have absolutely nothing so against them. Instead of them all. coming to you out of, you know, fear that they might step to you the wrong way, they're waiting for you to open up. Yeah. And me and my mom and my grandmother had a conversation about this. I don't remember much of details of that conversation. That was along the line of conversation. No, they wanted you to open up more. They don't want to overstep. Speaking for all introverts, we feel so much more comfortable if you guys start conversation with us. I wish, I wish Adora had the time to sit down and talk to me all night. That definitely would have made my night. It was surprising, actually, but we just talked about, I can't remember the conversation that we had, but it made me feel like 10 times better that somebody actually came to me and talked to me instead of just looking at me or ignoring me, you know? Yeah. Basically, if you are, let's say you are a piece of ham surrounded by woods. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a bad example. Top side is about out, yeah, out the window. Yeah, like that. <laughs> okay, let's say, fine, introvert in a pit full of extroverts. Yeah. You will expect an extrovert to come to you <laughs> of a confident crushing experience for me. You're back in high school, you're in class, and then you see a new quiet girl. You're, I'm sure you would go talk to that person, right? Yep. Right. And How is that person? I promise you, how is that, that, per- that girl will appreciate that you came to her first. That's how I feel in every situation. If I'm surrounded by crowds of people, I'm going to feel like a new person. Even though I'm not really the new person, mm-hmm. it still feels like a new girl experience to me. You know I what I'm trying to say? I can. But I'm just sick. I'm just sick of people looking at quiet people thinking that we're better than everybody else. We're not. And this is exa- this is exactly why we're so afraid to open up to you guys because you guys are so quick to judge. If a quiet person cannot sit there, drink their water, and mind their business, imagine what you guys think of us when we open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a point there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are judgmental, whether they introverts or extroverts. That's just. Oh my goodness. And let me tell you about the other day. This was yesterday. It's like the ones I do talk and laugh and have fun, there's always somebody in the corner judging the hell out of me. Because so, you laughing and talking about Have a fun. What is wrong with and that? They're not. So I'm saying, so it's me and Snoopy the Lord. We're sitting, this is back in school. It just happened yesterday. So we're sitting in the editing bay. It's basically a room full of computers where you can edit your videos, your audio, your work. So we're just sitting there chilling, waiting for our bus to come. And then we had a teacher, our mentor. He came down, sat next to us, and start and struck up a conversation with us. It was a really good conversation too. He gave us advice, wisdom. I asked him what the good word is. He's a <laughs> he's a preacher, by the way. So he does he does share some knowledge, you know, as a preacher would, a natural teacher to society. I asked him what the good word was, and he gave us what did he what did he say? What did he say? Man. Whatever he said, it was good. It was good advice, for sure. 
gonna have to ask. Then I was like, well, do you, uh, you have any advice for me? Because I feel like I have a plate that's over, that's overfilled, that's falling to the ground. So I was basically explained to my mentor, you know. Oh, he said, love the things of God, don't love the things that are not. I mean, no, he said, love the things of God, but don't, something dealing with the world. <laughs> me being a smart ass I am, a natural smart ass I am, really, I had to ask this question. I asked, him, well, you know, if God made the world, then anything in the world is of God, right? You say that? <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, I ain't trying to stomp on your beliefs or not. But really, that's not what I was getting. You were just playing with him, huh? <laughs> I wasn't really, no, really, I wasn't really playing with him because it was, it was kind of a playful question, but it was halfway serious too. Yeah. You know? And like, think about that, you know, like, because the world was created by a supreme being we call God. And that means everything that he put his energy to to create is a part of him and is him. So when you say don't love the world, my question is how can you not love God? How can you love God without loving things? And some of these things are direct action to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at you. That's what I was just... <laughs> I ain't trying to sound. Oh, you know. <laughs> okay, well, you know. <laughs> basically, what he just said, that was basically our conversation at that moment. And I see this guy. I'm just going to... His name is... No. 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 Why? We're going to call this man John Winchester. Here we go. John Winchester. <sighs> He's a okay. I guess he's a student. He was a student at the uh, at the school that we attend, and he's also a writer on the Beyond Air News Network. Basically, we write. Our, I'm a part of that too, but I'm an editor there, so I'm kind of above him. Um, he's a writer, and I actually read his work. I think his work is amazing. I have no issues with him. I barely even know him. All I know is from his work, and I have nothing against his work. And from the videos you show on you know, Facebook, he's somewhat of an influence. No, he's not. He's not. He has 100 followers. He's nowhere near him. Well, he's on his up and coming. No, that was, Tom- that was Tommy's podcast. Tommy's ma- Tommy made him um, Nerd of the Week. That was what it was. So Tommy made like a little promo picture of him. <laughs> oh, by the way, go watch. Shout out to. Go watch this podcast, Sergram Nerds, or the Cosmic Disaster Show. So you're gonna laugh. Check out both. You know. That's the same thing. Come here first, but then check him out too. Because <laughs> you know we affiliated with him. We He's love Tommy. Tommy, if you ever ever listen to this, we effing love you. Okay, this person is a writer on the news network after school. So I'm talking to me and some of the Lord is talking to our mentor and I see him in the back rolling his eyes, staring me down, giving me dirty looks, snickering with this other person that he was working with. You know, just being really petty, this grown man, full of beard, just basically just being so shady towards me that I don't understand why. It's like the one time I actually get out of my shell, I have fun, I laugh, I make jokes and I talk. I'm being made fun of, now I don't like that. Now, if I was to revert back to California, Queen, no, you guys would not like me. 
but I had I had to grow out of that mentality for myself and for my future. And I've been having so many opportunities for not acting that way. So I've been a better person since I got out of California. But I hate the fact that when I'm cool, calm, and collected, and quiet and mind my business, people take that as a weakness. You get it? I don't like that at all, and I just don't like the fact that he was sitting in the back, snickering, and making smart little comments about me. My thing is this, if this is to anybody that's listening to me, and I does, for whatever reason, have an issue with me, why not step the hell up? I almost, I almost dropped that bomb. <laughs> why not step up to me if you really have an issue with me? Forget all that talking, man. Let's link. Bring like, if you really want to... <laughs> like the baby child. Bring your ass up the street. If you really... I would respect you so much more if you stepped me like a grown woman or a grown man. See, that's your Cali side. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Just whatever issues you guys have for me, address it to me. Now, I know some of you might say, well, Queen, why not you address it to them? Because I got this person over here <laughs> that's going to drag me away when the Cali girl jumps out on me. Because nowadays, some people can't handle a conversation, like an adult conversation anymore. People don't want to talk out their problems anymore. And I can't control, I can't control this girl inside of me. Sometimes she just, because I feel like I have and like that's a why, that's why I hold you back. Because <laughs> you can't control that girl inside of you. I have to do it. Because <laughs> if she gets out of line, you know, at the end of the day, especially with a male, if you just keep popping off at the mouth of him, I will have to step in and do something that probably is going to be drastic because I'm protected. And probably going to land me in jail at the same time. So, you know. We're not trying to reach up from my point is this. If you really have like a little petty issue with me, I ain't address gonna let, it. I ain't going to let a dude talk to you any kind of way, first and foremost. I get that people are going to talk no matter where you go, especially if you make it big, like we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I think it hurts more because it's, it's our own people. He's black. He's a black man. It's always our own people laughing at us. And, and I hate that. More, we need to be more united, more so these times than we ever have been. We are. Like, my po- this podcast is about unity, especially when it comes to black people. If you're trying to break the stereotypes, I'm all about black love, black everything. But I hate the fact that our worst enemies are, black, are the black people. I hate that. And it hurts so much because I love his work. I love what he does, and I always support him from behind the scenes. But when it comes to me being me, he has an issue with it, and that just sucks so bad. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Every per- every person I ever had an issue with here after school has been black, and that shit sucks. Well, I mean, it was that one kid. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about it. <laughs> like, trust me, that's a little chihuahua barking at a wolf. So, he ain't really something tricky. But, other dude, yeah, like, especially coming from another black person, dude, you already know how bad we got it in society, period. No matter how society tries to paint it, we got a bad system. We always have bad society first came to this damn country why not band together and fight for each other and help out one another each and it, that's one of the reasons why we will never get ahead as a people we never do because we need each other to build each other up and get to the next level but we are our own worst enemies and it hurts 
And the crazy part is, I was just watching a video about this guy have given this lesson on a very topic of if we don't learn how to invest internally, we will always be last place. And he's right. Like, we don't pay homage to our own business, you know? When it comes to a certain artist, you know, unless they talking about some real destructive stuff, like rappers. The only ones that really gets the clout are those that are always talking about the main things in every rap song. Drugs, money, females, and whatever material that's got them looking flashy. Those are the ones that really gets, you know, publicity. They get recognized. But all the underground conscious rappers who have a total better flow than your favorite rapper who actually is talking about something real compared to your favorite rapper. I don't care how iced up your rapper dude look like, so what if my rapper dude just look rugged or rough wearing a hoodie and some tail? At least I could relate to that rapper more as someone who earns over 300 and something K a year. And don't do nothing to help out their own community, period. Just buy bullshit and then promote doing it. Promote bullshit, that's all music is to me. Not even just on the rap side, but other genres too. Music is not the same no more. Just, I don't know, I just feel like the, the black community, we need to do better. We really do. We really do. And it's just it's sad, but you know what? I know what the older adults are gonna tell me, Queen, you're gonna get more when you get I give it, but so I'm still new to this. It's just, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that I'm getting this for me being myself. So I'm still learning, I'm still trying to get used to it, you know, I, I get it, but if, if this was coming from a white person, it, it probably wouldn't affect me as much, you know? This is me being honest. I know it sounds weird, but if the hate was coming from a white person, it probably would not affect me as much. I, I'm just being honest. It's a generational thing with them, but it affects deeply when it comes to real. It definitely does, for sure, but I'm going to keep my head up, you know, just, yeah. Maybe we can have a discussion about the black community in our next episode. I'm going to wrap this episode up. Any last words from Snoopy, the Lord? Yeah, black people invest. The country's on sale. Buy it. <laughs> Band together, put your money together, and buy land because they're not going to give it to us. And like I said, countries is for sale. Last words coming from me. The quiet people, stop calling them weird. They just want, they just like solitude. It's nothing more, nothing less. So let the quiet people be the quiet people. Stop taking their quietness as weakness. And if you really want to be a bully, bully somebody else, like actually back it up, okay? Yeah, you, you know, know, I used to love about. picking on the bullies. I used to love it too, but again, that's the I old school. I love, love, man. Ain't nothing like punching a bully <laughs> in the mouth to put him in his place. And then everybody cheer. Ah! Oh my god. Like our Facebook page, Queenum Diaries Podcast. It's three words. Queenum Diaries Podcast. Okay. And we will catch you guys on the next episode of Queenum Diaries. Bye guys.